For Tom Sharpling, I'm Pat Byrne. For Tom Sharpling, I'm Mike Lisk. For Tom Sharpling, I'm Jason Gore. Welcome to another edition of Slice of Life, the best show fill-in show. Yep, we're live. 201-332-3484. I even tweeted, you have a little extra time to get on the line. Nobody got on the line. This this could be a short show. Open phones, yeah. and it's uh, 201 Dead Hug over 201. at net. Yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, yeah, this is Slice of Life. Welcome. Mike, how are you? I'm doing very well. Pat, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Now, we are going to, uh, which one? You? Your topics. The phones are open. How's that? I love how after our Vulture debut, we're, <laughs> we're coming in with heat. We are coming in with heat, <laughs> and we're coming in with a special kind of heat. So when I walk in, Mike's like, hey, I've got this song. Um, I know nothing about this song. Okay. It could be just F word after F word after <laughs> F word after F word. I don't know, but yeah. I'm trusting you. Yeah. Well, you could rate uh, my taste at the end of the song. Okay. Do you want to play this? Do you want the story first? or Why don't we play the song? Okay, yeah. And then we get the story after that. Going in blind. Going, Going in, in blind. blind. This is the inflatable head, and the song's called The Hype. <laughs> Well, a 
a baseball hat. And a baseball mitt sure ain't no baseball bat. Pitcher's mound is just a pile of dirt. And home plate is not where you eat your dessert. You got black bear, the brown bear, Antarctic polar bear. The only thing that's different is the color of their hair. I said, birds are not dinosaurs. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, from the, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving the whole from thing the EP it. titled "The Hype." It's the self-titled track from that EP from the Inflatable Head. And I want to point out with the hype, Jason and I were completely going in blind. There, we had no idea what that was going to be. We walked in, and yeah. Mike said. I've got a song. Yeah. Which I mean when that happens you've got to play it because it doesn't Mike doesn't say that very often. Yeah, I don't in- interject myself too much yeah. into music on a show. Yeah. Um so that Mike, do you want to let us know why we just played that? Well, I I went in blind mm-hmm. uh the other night. I went to And you see- ended up getting funkified. <laughs> I, I I went to see uh a band at the Wonder Bar. <clears throat> And uh, the Inflatable Head was the opening band, who I knew nothing they about. They were not the headliners? No, no. The, the <laughs> wow. <laughs> they, they were the opening band. But uh, I knew nothing about them. They sort of won me over with that song. You know, uh, I, I like the uh, the lyric. How do they play it live? Is it twice as long or is it just... <laughs> yeah, is it 10 minutes hey, they, they when do, they play it live? They do have a little, little bit of jamming, you know. Do They're, they do a call and response to the audience? Uh, not like birds are, and well, the people are I like, think, not dinosaurs. 
I think people were, yeah, they got the, they got the uh, hang of it pretty quick, and I think there was some singing along. I think one of the uh, singers' uh, uncles were the, was there. Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> and he kept he kept the, throwing the shirt in the air and uh, trying to hype hype the group. <laughs> was it an inflatable head shirt that he? Was? Yeah, yeah, they they had some merch. <clears throat> okay, did you uh, so, get a shirt? Uh, no, I didn't get a shirt, uh, but. Uh, you know, I didn't know anything about this band. They're from Bordentown, New Jersey, which is not far from where I grew up, Central Jersey. The lead singer was really one of the most charismatic guys I've seen in a while. He's a big guy, wears a fur coat and a uh, gold lame hat. Backwards. No way. <laughs> but they, you know what I liked about them? They, mm-hmm. they seem to be having fun. And that song no. we just heard is silly. Completely. And, uh, you know... I like you know you don't see too many bands that are like having fun goofing around. I love that. No, I yeah. honestly I'm not I'm not joking around. Yeah. I like zero pretension and having fun uh, is everything. Like I uh, I saw the Ergs reunion at Brooklyn Bazaar over mm-hmm. the weekend, and those guys like hate fun. They know they <laughs> love fun, and that's why I love that band. Like they are the biggest goofballs in the world, and they are having fun and like quoting other songs in the middle of a song, and then coming back out of it. Like I had. Uh, a lot of inspiration from them uh, in just per- learning how to perform after okay. that in both music and comedy, and they were they fucking oops sorry oh my timestamp god timestamp <laughs> timestamp that the Ergs make me curse man wow. that's, how, that's how good they Bad. were at Brooklyn yeah. Bazaar we're gonna shut it down it's gonna be a short show all right how how I will say I did enjoy that that uh-huh. and they reminded me of there was a band I used to watch growing up in uh, Blacksburg Virginia. Uh, a funk band called Yams from Outer Space. They were like the local yeah, okay. funk group. And they would actually play uh fruits and vegetables on stage. They would plug them in oh, okay. and uh and add that. Did it sound good? Not that yeah. not good. But yeah. the the guitarist and the bassist and the drummer are some of the best musicians still mm-hmm. um, that I remember growing mm-hmm. up just like these guys are the top. Mm-hmm. Um no, but, but yeah. But I'm reminds I, me of that. I'm gonna go out of my way <clears throat> to contact this band to keep that the <laughs> to keep that song <laughs> in the podcast in its thing. entirety. Here's so the thing. if here's you're the hearing th- this, you already heard the song, congratulations. If anyone listening to Slice of Life at this moment knows any members of the band, the inflatable head head please get in touch please have them call in they don't seem to be on face uh well they said that they were on twitter but i couldn't find them but they are on facebook they are on yeah i did a little research after after the show because hey hey, i was curious about them hey inflatable head do you want national international exposure for free (laughs) yeah 201 (laughs) 332-348 they're gonna say yes and speaking of speaking of the phones we do have a caller and i want to get to them before we lose okay them. well stay on the line i just want to say one thing about keeping them in the pot my reasoning for keeping them in the podcast uh-huh. is because tom would hate it <laughs> that's why i'm gonna do it. well i think tom that's already why i'm gonna do it hates this yeah but so. I'm gonna, tom guess what <laughs> you're a no show buddy well we're, we're putting the inflatable head on on the uh freaking podcast oh. and i cursed yeah and sorry you cursed. buddy wow hey so is this a member of the hey. inflatable head uh, no, uh, this is Pat in D.C. Pat in D.C., um, what's going on, man? Welcome to Slice but, of Life. Yeah, but don't worry, Daddy's not home. Tom's not going to listen to this. Come on. <laughs> you are correct. Tom will not listen to this. Um, he, he has better things to do. He'll, he'll hear about it. He'll hear about it um, when Vulture writes about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, we'll, we'll which was shocking. That uh, we do have yeah. to say thank you, Vulture, for uh, Holy even moly. mentioning yeah. slice of life I and anything. I forgot that this is our first uh, time back because we had a little. We had a best show last we week. We had a best show and it came up, but yeah, yeah. We, this show is slice of life, the official best show fill-in show. Yeah. Uh, Vulture did not have to mention us at all. No. Um, I thought it was an okay show that we did out of the, <laughs> out of the three that we did. Right. Three episode podcasts that, yeah, I'm, I'm flattered four. beyond belief. Four. It was the fourth one. Was it technically? Yeah, four? it was technically. If you count them, it would have been fourth. You know, it's not like I'm editing this is the fifth. or anything. So. <laughs> Pat, what's going on, man? Welcome to Slice hey. of Life. Yeah. What's up? Hey. Uh, thank you. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, let's just bring your own topic. Whoa. Um, are, are the aliens from uh, Close Encounters behind you? <laughs> Did you hear that? Did the cruise ship uh, no. entertainment captain just come on and let you know that they're doing oh, trivia oh, on no, the Lido sorry. deck? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, the, uh, diabetic. Oh. Is that what that uh, sound was? Yeah, that that's my uh, continuous glucose monitor. Gotcha. My, hey, my dad was diabetic. About, about stuff. Yeah, no. It's, it's a fun it's, sound, though. Yeah, I'm going to give it that it's a very joyous sound. What if that's how they handled yeah. the reboot for Close Encounters? Through an, a glucose a, monitor? A, a, no, no, like a person with diabetes who had the monitor instead of a kid with the toy, you know? So, Pat, what's going on tonight? <laughs> um, uh, well, nothing is going on tonight, but something went on the other night, um, which sounds more ominous than it is because this is just a story of a silly conversation. Um, so Sunday night I was at a show, um, this friends band playing a black cat. Um, the inflatable head? <laughs> no, it was, it was a warm sun and fall swoops. Okay. Beautiful two band bill. Um, which as a 33 year old, I love a two band bill. Um, but, uh, so I was talking to a friend, or a couple friends, uh, between sets or something, whatever. Um, and just as idle conversation, I brought up one, one of my favorite facts that I thought that brings me happiness, um, that I thought would bring them happiness as well and did, and then they upped it. But the fact being that um, Phil Collins... The drummer from Genesis. Uh, yes. He, for a while, was like the world's preeminent um, collector of memorabilia relating to the Alamo. This is correct. Is that, that, that's I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's actually, he actually had more Alamo artifacts than the Alamo did. Who did? Yeah, okay. like, like Phil Collins. Millions okay. upon right. millions of dollars on Alamo artifact. Yeah. I how many how many copies um, then, of then he ended up donating them all to the state of Texas. Uh-huh. Uh but why why does Phil Collins want to spend millions of dollars on things relating to the Alamo? Oh, why does Jay Leno buy so many cars? Yeah, it's, it's like people yeah, have their yeah. their things and that's that's the first I've heard of that. I didn't yeah. I didn't know that was his thing, but History buffs are, are, yeah, they can go really overboard with accumulating stuff like that, and uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, any collector, mm-hmm. yeah, true. you know, yeah, like yeah. record collectors, yeah, they yeah. got you got to have more. It's right. it's almost yeah. it's almost a sickness. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. When you you just like you go into a record store, you leave with mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, a pile of 20 records. Mm-hmm. Phil Collins yeah, goes into no, a gun I, show and he walks it. out with 20 muskets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, except I think there are only four uh, guns. And I think he... Go ahead. Sorry. You, um, you, we got cut off there briefly. Oh, okay. Um, it's like a musket. So you then say? my friend who, had, who didn't know this fact before this, mm-hmm. uh, but being introduced to it, uh-huh. he realized something, which is that possibly the song in the air tonight is about the Elmo. I heard many because stories most, about that. Song. The most notable <laughs> line from In the Air Tonight is, and I will remember. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Well, that's interesting. That's an interesting theory. (laughs) No, it's an interesting theory for sure. I, I always heard... And this is total urban myth. Oh, oh, the drowning kid thing? Yeah, yeah. Which I I wanted to believe as a kid because I love that, that he, like, got the guy arrested at the show. Did you hear that part of it? Uh Yeah, no, no, that's all, like, I've always never believed that. So Jason, whatever. Jason and Mike um, haven't heard this. Yeah, no, I don't know this story. Caller, can you, uh, Pat from DC, can you, can you enlighten, uh, my co-host here on that story? Of of urban, um, urban myth. Uh, all right, I'm actually not great at it. That, because, from um, because I always from best memory from from best memory. But there's some theory that in the air tonight is about Bill Collins witnessing a like a kid drowning, drowning, and then he and then he got the guy the the drowner yeah, and, and then at, he to be at a concert at Madison Square Garden and. And he got he orchestrated the police to be there at the same time as the guy who drowned the, the band, the police. Yes, and then, <laughs> and then he got who were, you know, who made a citizen's arrest on the guy. To yeah. um, no, no, it, it was the real police, but yeah, uh, it, the NYPD. Nonsense. Huh. During the song, he performed it live. Album. There's no way that happened. And he called. And he was talking about the guy. No and he was like, Come no, on, guys! It's, and then it's not about the Alamo. It's not about a kid drowning. Wait, it, it, a kid who was it, who was murdered through drowning. Crazy gated yeah. reverb. Gated reverb. Hey, I appreciate the gated reverb on those drums. Though. I adore the gated reverb. Hey, uh, Pat, thank you for the call. We've got uh, we've got the VIP line running right now, so I got to get it. All right. Thank you, Pat. With good Phil Collins facts. <laughs> Hi, you are on Slice of Life. I think I know who this is. Oh, I knew this. I love it. <laughs> Listen to that. What's going on? Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, is everybody? It's Tom. That's who it is. Welcome back, Tom. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Jason. Yeah. I appreciate it, Pat. How's it going, is Mike? Tom? There? Yeah, I'm here. Where are you calling from, Tom? How are you, Mike? I'm good. What's that? Where are you calling from? From Los Angeles. I'm in a car. Lipstick City. 
from Lipstick City. <laughs> Doing it. Lipstick City, Lipstick City style. How much uh, Piquito Mas have you had since you've been there? About uh, 19 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just put it on a, on a giant cartoon scale right yeah. now. Like, Tom's back. Me by the pound. Is this I your longest stay? Is. is this your I longest? Oh, sorry. <laughs> What's that, Mike? Is this your longest stay in uh, L.A.? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been here longer. I've oh, have been you? Here longer. Oh, okay. You know, so. so what's going on? What are you taking calls? We're taking calls. Uh, uh, Mike opened the show with a uh, song from a band that uh, he saw this past weekend called The Inflatable Head. Which I think you'll love. Um, okay. I don't think you'll head. love it. Yeah. But where did you see, uh, where'd you see The Inflatable Head, Mike? I saw him at the Wonder Bar in Asbury Park. Oh, very nice. They open for, nice. get this, they open for a Clash tribute band. <laughs> and what were they called, Train and Vane? No. Wait, 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 wait. Right, Tom, keep guessing. Okay, let me see my you, guess. You have eight more guesses. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, how many questions can I ask? That, that, well, I'll, I'll say that that first guess was warm. Don't, don't give it warm. away. No, don't warm. give it away. Don't, don't give it away. It's warm in the fact that anything like that would be warm. Okay. All right, well, then I, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask, uh. You get three I'm questions. Eight, I get three questions and eight more guesses? Yes. Eight more guesses. Yeah. Okay, we'll up it. Four questions. Okay. Uh, first question. Is the name of the band a name of one of their albums? No. No. Is it the name of a song? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. And this is going to be subjective, but I'm just going to still ask, uh, uh, let's see, is, so you did two questions so far. Now I should probably guess, uh, something. I would guess, uh, let's see, if it's not one of their albums, so that, that, uh, let's see, um, is it one of, it's yes or no questions, right? Sure. Yeah. Yes or no. All right. Um, no, no, because I want to know if I can ask more than a yes. You can. No, you, you can. can ask. You can ask yeah. whatever. Okay. Anything goes. And I'm going to ask Mike this. I'm going to ask Mike this. Yeah. It's his, uh, it's his baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. He brought he brought this segment to the table. <laughs> and I want to respect that. Um, Mike, do you feel like the name of the band? Well, that I think that was technically a cover. It was, yeah, yeah. But still, so so that's a no. Although yes. I'll say I'll, I'm going to make this even harder for you. I think it is one of their best songs. But I will go right. farther and say that the live version of the song is better than the recorded version of the song. I agree with that. Right. So the live version, and I've never really been a. I don't think it's one of their worst songs, but it's never been one of my favorites. Not in my top All ten. Right. Not in my top ten. 
Maybe uh, not even top twenty. Is, what is the name of the band? No I'm kidding. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, okay. Well, this this. Uh, how about this? Is my final question? I'm burning now. Do you feel like this song is from the? Is it, like uh, like? Tell me how much of peak era clash this band name slash song title is from. Is it from when they were at their peak or when they were uh, uh, on the decline? At the end, yes. I I think this is... No, I think this is peak to slowly out of the peak. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Everybody's got their theories. The end end is probably... The end is cut to crap. What are they called? Straight to hell? (laughs) No, no. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you got it. Okay, there you go. Look. Last quiet, last guess. I'm telling you, slid, I, I slid it to home plate. Six guesses to go. Uh-huh. Where does that song fall in your uh, Clash radio? Clash. Uh, oh. It's okay. Yeah. It's an okay song. I like. I like it kind of for the the second uh, life it got as a MIA. Thing, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. True. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think. I think. I think. At this point, I appreciate it more for that. Mm-hmm. It was never one of my favorite songs, but look at that. Tom, oh, look at that, Tom. You did it. You guessed <laughs> the Clash. Uh-huh. And they, 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 I knew what Mike thinks is key, uh, is Prime Clash era. <laughs> what is Prime Clash era for you? Well, Mike thinks it stops at, at uh, London Calling. Uh, London Calling. <laughs> he thinks that, he thinks San uh, bloated and mm-hmm. could have been a double album. <laughs> Would have been a great double album. He, he doesn't like uh, combat rock very much, and then that's the end of the story. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty Is accurate. That, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I know, Mike. That's why I'm saying this stuff. You think I'm? I think I'm. Uh, um, this, this is a flight of fancy for uh-huh. me. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I mean, what, I, what you, what's that, Mike? Well, I was going to say I, I don't go out of my way to see tribute bands, but. Uh-huh. They, they were doing the entire uh, London Calling record, which is getting. Sure. I guess it's its 40th anniversary. So there's lots okay. of articles. There's a apparently in London. There's a uh, museum exhibit uh, opened all about it. That's right. And um, mm-hmm. so it's getting a lot of attention. That popped up at, into my fa- Facebook feed. I'm like, you know what? I'll go see this thing. Could be a, a laugh. You know, it could be a total disaster. Uh-huh. But How you know, much did they look like the Clash? Well, I have to say, the lead singer has made a full commitment to his uh, Clash tribute uh, frontman status, and he's got uh, a mohawk. He's got a mohawk going. You know? So he went for that era of yeah. drum. Yeah. He cut had to, the crap. Yeah. <laughs> no, didn't, didn't go for the cut the crap era, uh, which I did see. I actually saw uh, that band with, with the three-guitar attack at Ryder College. And I was like, uh-huh. in the, I was, I was within spinning distance. Yeah. Saliva was sure. flying, flying near me. And, uh, it was so loud. My ears were ringing for days. And I, you know, I really, I never had my ears ring like that before. And I was, I was terrified because I thought I was going to go deaf. Tinnitus. Yeah. Did you, did it, you, you, uh, did, was it a good show though? It was all right. Yeah. It was, uh, I went in with very low expectations. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, okay, you know, they're doing the songs. There's Joe, you know, he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul Simonon was still in that band, I believe. 
Yeah, I believe I believe so. Right. Who, who was on drums? Was it Terry Chimes no, at that no, time? No, or? no, no. I think they had a different guy. I think it was just the two think, of them. Yeah, I think it was Chester Thompson was mm-hmm. drumming for them at that point. So it, yeah, I mean uh, the performance no, itself. Nobody comments on Chester. Thompson. <laughs> I thought it could be legit, <laughs> and we were just talking about <laughs> Phil Collins. So I thought, well, that's weird. <laughs> Auxiliary Genesis drummer. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. What uh, was their announcer's name? Uh, something crazy. Uh, Rockets Red Glare. No, no, no. The Cosmo. Uh, yes, Cosmo Vinyl. Vinyl. I was gonna. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he was drumming, but I missed my moment. Yeah, and I forgot his name. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, Cosmo Vinyl. So what, what? What's the topic tonight, guys? Well, we have a loose topic that I don't even think we officially announced yet, but because Jason and I went in blind to that crazy song that Mike selected that was seven minutes long. Yeah. We decided to make that the loose topic. Is it a time that you went in blindly to a movie that you didn't really know or you haven't even seen a trailer for or saw a band or went to an art show or a time where you had no expectations and left feeling like you... Pleasantly yeah, surprised. Or your life was changed or, yeah, something. Yeah. All right. Any, so any... Starting with pleasantly surprised all the way to um, to life changing. Yes. Yes. Hmm. What do you guys have? Who has something for us? I have something. I went to see. This is life changing, but I. Well, you're not going to start talking about drowning Mona. <laughs> no, but it is a movie, Tom. It is a movie, and, and, it, and this could have drowning Mona. <laughs> yeah, for the record, he mentions it one more time. For, it's a write off. They start getting royalties. For any for any people just listening to the show for the first time, uh, I didn't like the film Drowning Mona. Yeah, but, we know, Pat. But uh, no, I this could have worked for last week's topic, which was uh, some of the best times in a movie theater uh, experiences. So I went to see the movie Training Day. I had not seen a trailer. I had not seen anything. My two friends were going, and I was kind of blown away away by the storytelling. I thought it was a great movie for the early aughts. Mm-hmm. It was a great movie. Yeah, that's not a long hey. one, but hey. It's That's a good one. It's a topic. Yeah. For me, I remember when I was a little boy, I went to the movies to a sneak preview to go see a movie called The Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> and I didn't know what this thing was about. I only knew that Han Solo was in it and that it was made by uh, uh, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas teaming up with uh, Harrison Ford. And I saw this thing. I got no frame of reference for those old serials. I didn't know what that stuff was. Right. It was like the best thing I ever saw in my life. I was like sitting in that seat. I was like in a panic. I never saw as much <laughs> tension in an in action scene as I ever saw in that movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. When he's on the truck and then he, he take, goes, like, goes underneath it with the whip tied to the axle. Oh, yeah. And then he's on the runway, that that uh, big uh, bald guy wants to box him, and then he just waits and lets him get smeared in the blades of the plane. How old were you, Tom? Uh, 37. <laughs> <laughs> now, you must have been, I, I mean, I, I I remember seeing like it nine? when... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it has to be like, like that. Jaw, that has to be like jaw-dropping yeah. for that age, right? Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. of all, to start dropping in my pants would just drop me off at anything. <laughs> and just be like, yeah, just go. You want to watch it? 
eight yeah. o'clock movie and a thing. Yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> the things I saw. Yeah. So you saw it by yourself. You were alone. Another friend. Oh, another friend. There's another friend. But then, yeah. as as you're I getting, was no, it a, I'm not saying you didn't. Was it a play no, date? It's no, it's fine. I get it. I get, I get the, <laughs> you were you were completely alone. Patient. You what, were completely yeah, alone. It was, wasn't a play Wait, date. You were, you were naturally alone, right? Nobody was with you. Yeah, actually, <laughs> your parents paid a friend. <laughs> Mike has a question. <laughs> was it a play date? Come on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> was it a play date? Well, that's like, yeah, there's a certain error for people. You're younger than me, Tom. And so, like, play date was like a word that didn't exist when I was growing up. So yeah, I'm, I'm was, trying to... It was, I might, maybe it was a play date. I don't think it was. <laughs> it didn't exist when I was growing up either. Oh, okay. That's... Right. So I was gotta... hanging out with a kid. I think I was hanging out with a kid. A kid wanted to see a movie. Uh-huh. But that's a film where, like, um, just when you think it can't get any crazier, so... as a kid... And then you're you, when you get to the end, you must have lost your mind when those Nazis' faces melted off. <laughs> I mean, for me, like when that Nazis' faces melted. I never saw anything like that in my whole life. <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> that was true. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was. I mean, I was probably about the same age, and I just like, you know, I'm at a point where I I don't think this movie can get any better or crazier. And, yeah. and that happens. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you remember the Atari yeah. game? No. The Raiders of the nah, Lost Ark? I don't remember it. Yeah. Nah. That yeah, was a terrible game. <laughs> it was very hard to navigate. You could never uh-huh. win it. I tried. That was most of my childhood was trying to win the uh, Raiders of the Raiders Lost Ark Atari uh, game. I had the, the impossible to play Star Wars for NES. Oh, yeah. And that was really, really hard. And, yeah, just all those all those games. Like a movie came out. They put out the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Its gameplay was almost impossible. And then, for some reason, it was still eighty dollars in like nineteen eighty seven, which was would be like five hundred dollars today. Have you watched Mandalorian yet? No, no Disney Plus over I have. here. You have Disney. You have Disney yeah. Plus. Have you watched it yet, Tom? Not yet. It's great. I really, well, I really enjoy so. it. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I, I, uh, I, uh, I can't say. Let's just say. I don't know what to say. Let me say that, Baby Yoda. I'm, not gonna, I'm never going to confirm or deny any of this, but the Werner Herzog and I have a similar thing in common. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Wow! You you both cried when you saw Baby Yoda Baby for the Yoda, first time. Yeah. Jason, I'm not going to I'm not going to give one more detail to this thing because <laughs> I did. I, it's only trending I on Twitter, right? Something. I experienced something in real life, not watching Disney Plus. Yeah. And it was made me cry. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. It's unbelievable. The show's great. It's awesome. It's in theaters I've, that day. No, uh, it's uh, on Disney Plus. Uh, okay, it's on Disney Plus, which is the new streaming yeah. channel yeah. Uh, that you should uh, that you got to subscribe <laughs> to that. And no. Apple, no, I'll never TV subscribe and- to that. It's so much fun. No, I've been watching. I've watched. I've watched The Mandalorian. I've watched. Uh, uh, Imagineering cool. Story, which is about the Imagineers at uh, Disney. It's like a documentary sure. about all that, which is really great. It has and a ton. They're just like got them designing like a roller coaster. Yeah, it's like it's basically the story of Disneyland and uh, Disney World. And now they they even uploaded all the uh, the uh, 
really grossly racist cartoons from the 1930s. You and can, they give a warning so, on there, too. So you can go back and watch all those. Yeah. It's insane. They specifically people, that warning is like a uh, welcome. <laughs> so, so every yeah. Disney thing is available on there? Uh, not everything, uh, but gonna, the bulk of... They're going to rotate Like Condor Man's not on there, but uh, you can watch Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Mm-hmm. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Song of the South ain't on there. Song of the South is not on there that I... Uh-huh. I don't... I haven't searched for it, but I, I'm I, guessing it's I, not on there. I'm pretty sure people would be talking about it if we yeah. there. Yeah, Song it, of the South would trend. Like, it's also one of those things where it's just like when people are always like, "Who oh, put song of the South? It's like, oh, <laughs> is, is, there, what do you think? Is that a reason why they don't want to put it on there? It's like, you're not catching them on a technicality. They made a nightmare. <laughs> uh, they made a, 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 basically a tribute to racism. Right. And they, they probably don't want you to just watch it. Like they they know they know it's the worst thing they ever made because they're putting other garbage up there with no hesitation. They're putting uh, that darn cat is probably on there, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you can get that darn cat. Let me. In fact, I'm logging into the app right now. I'll tell you what is Drowning Mona on Disney Plus. It is not on Disney okay. Plus. All right. What is not Drowning Mona? Drowning Mona. Drowning Mona is not now. That's not surprising. Unless it was Hollywood Pictures. Pat's going to subscribe now. To <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. i got to rewatch. <laughs> That's all in. I am searching for Song of the South. Then Pat scrolls through it's what's coming up next month on Disney Plus. He sees Drowning Mona. <laughs> immediately cancels his subscription. I, you know what I think with his old building tours? Pat. <laughs> Had found yeah. audio commentary of Drowning Mona. Yeah, I think we're there. Why don't we? Why don't we do that? We'll put it on Patreon. Yeah, let's do it, Pat. Everybody should have to do audio commentary for their least favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> what if we all did that? What if all four of us did full audio commentary for the movie we think is the worst movie we've ever seen in our lives? Oh yeah. God, That's yeah, I would. Yeah. I would do it. That's, it would be downsizing for me. That's a perfect uh... <laughs> downsizing. <laughs> really, the worst one. It's the worst a... one showed up last year. Yeah, I was. I was. I had a good run. Things were going great until last year. Yeah, <laughs> pretty exciting to know that if your worst movie ever showed up last year, another one could show up to knock it out of that top slot. Your your list is still in, in flux. It's hard to say, but I don't think something's going to be as bad as downsizing to me. Well, you would have said that before you saw Downsizing. You would, what would have been the worst movie ever done? Before Downsizing? Um, yeah. Oh, God. Um, How about you, Mike? Well, he thinks. Yeah, I can't think. I, there was nothing that I hated so much. I was just like, oh, okay, that's fine. I mean, I even liked Air Force One. What's that? Air Force One. Yeah. I loved Air Force That's One. That's not a bad movie. No. I watched it two weeks ago. I almost walked out of Atomic Blonde. You did? Hated it. But I was All with right. I was with a friend who mm-hmm. was mutually... Was it a play date? All right, we get it. I get it, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. You beat me to... I was going to... Mike had to do his play date routine, <laughs> and I was about to do my... Yeah, I went, you, went, you had a friend that you went to the movies with, stop writing routine. Yeah. I got friends. You got three right here. I know. I I, I know. 
Well, two. <laughs> did, did you see the Irishman no, yet? I'm friends with all three of you. I'm, I'm friends with all three of you. Two of you consider me a friend. <laughs> One of you considers me a uh, uh, thorn that you've been working with for over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> you're sick of the you're sick of the arrogance, the attitude. I think you're mistaken. This is clearly Mike. <laughs> sick of the you the whole thing. Yeah. And you're just biding your time. <laughs> Did you see the Irishman Tom? Did you see the Irishman? I did not see the Irishman. Uh, okay. Um Did I it's not. It's not did like a roller coaster. You did it, see it. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's, it's not like a roller coaster. Did you come into the city to see it? No, actually, it was playing right near my father's place. I was surprised. So, oh wait, uh, so it's not a three-hour and forty-minute roller coaster? No. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. How long is it? Three hours and forty minutes? You know what? I, I'll say this. Did it feel long? Yeah, it felt long, but it wasn't boring. It, it's not like long stretches. I mean. It, you know, it's not action packed. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. I okay. mean, I think a lot of reviews are saying it's very personal. I can see that. It's almost like, um, you know, I'm thinking of stuff beyond the story. The story is okay. It's it's not mm-hmm. it's not really mm-hmm. totally compelling throughout. I think I think what he wanted to do was to work with all these actors again, mm-hmm. and it may be the last time. He'll do like a gangster picture. It's sort of an end of him dealing with that subject matter. So it's got sure. that that going on. So he's mm-hmm. working. So yeah, you get these scenes with the big actors. Like oh, you're mm-hmm. watching. It's like wow. You know, when are we going to see uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino doing these long scenes together again? You know, it's yeah. So it's yeah. So it's it's, 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 uh, it's good though. It's it's okay. You know, I there was like. The first thing I thought coming out is like there's the writing to me wasn't like there's like no lines that stick out from the writing. Uh-huh. You know, it yeah. tells its story and it's just telling you the story and giving you that much. It's not giving you more. Yeah. It's not giving you. I mean, Al Pacino, of course, gets to play a hothead. So you're waiting for him to blow up. And, you know, he's, he's got a, a scene where he blows up a little. Um, but it's it, it is kind of just sort of like. People said it's like an elegy, you know, to the gangster what movie. If, what if the movie, then his next movie, was called uh, The Wacky Man? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Martin Scorsese presents mm-hmm. The Wacky Man. Mm-hmm. Three hours and 40 minutes <laughs> of Wally Wacky Man. Mm-hmm. And he whacks people. That's why he's called Wacky Man. Uh-huh. What right? if what if that he's a hitman? Yeah, and he's a wha- he's a wacky man because he's a wacky he's a whack. Like his name is Wacky <laughs> Man. Right? I was gonna say what what if uh, that after he denounced superhero movies, what if him and he teams up with Todd Phillips and that's the sequel to the Joker, but it's called Wacky Man. The Joker's in it. It's the same universe. Look, I feel like that would be great. I love that. I also feel like, where does this guy get off putting down the most popular movies on the planet that have polluted the culture and clogged every movie theater? (laughs) And normal movies don't get made anymore because 
because of this? Where does he get off complaining that there used to be every kind of movie got made, but now it's either a movie for $200,000 or $200 million, that there's no, there's no middle class for any of this stuff anymore, and everything has to have someone in a cape in it. Where does he get off <laughs> complaining that he has his nerve. now we're at a point in the culture where people are saying that Joker is, is a work of art, and that <laughs> that's tying up real estate that a I can't great that. movie could have could have been in the position of. But where does he get off? Seriously, all jokes aside, where does he get off? This Martin Scorsese, where does he get off complaining that uh, every resource between uh, budgets and actors and directors, talented people are all working on on uh, superhero things? Where does he get off complaining that? The whole focus of, of show business has been altered uh, irreparably um, for this uh, for this short game. Um, where does he get on? <laughs> what if he retracted it tomorrow and said he'd do a Marvel movie? What what movie do you think he would do? In the universe, what Marvel movie would I want to see him? Do? What Marvel character would you like to see? Or what Scorsese take over? Or what or what Marvel character that's left that he has to settle for? There's tons. Silver well, Surfer? I, I think the best one he could do would be uh, Dazzler, because then he would just do the first uh, cocaine superhero epic. <laughs> yeah, that's be, true. It would be a coked-out disco movie <laughs> with uh, a super a superhero at the center of it. <laughs> he would have all his all his tricks would fit perfectly for the Dazzler. Who would play Dazzler? Probably Jennifer Lawrence, right? Yeah. I was thinking Elizabeth Banks for some reason. Yeah, I'm going to say Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> there, there, I'll tell you this, Tom, about the movie. There's there's lots of uh, Sopranos cameos. Of course. So, like... Don't uh, tell. Let me see if I can guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You have eight guesses. <laughs> and actually... Eight, let me see if I can... Eight guesses to get three people who are in it. Uh-huh. Uh... uh Paulie Walnut's too obvious. He's not in it. Even though he was a good fellow alumnus. Right. Correct. He's not he's in not, it. He, he's not in it. No. no. He would not put him in it. He, he, he would probably put, um, would probably put, uh, Steve Sharupa, is he in it? No, no, no. The, the, I'll, I'll give you this hint. There's one obvious. Father Phil. No. Father <laughs> Phil. <laughs> well, hey, that would have been great, actually. There, there is a priest in, in the movie. That would have been great. But uh, no, Father Phil is not in it. Um, there, there's one what obvious choice, and then two lesser. And one is like really off the map. But I knew who it was. He didn't put uh, Big Pussy in it. No. No, that guy. That guy was like, ever since he started marketing that broccoli wallet, did you ever see that? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. What? Look that, look that clip up, broccoli wallet. It's, a, it's like an infomercial. I can't wait. Like, with him with this, I think it's like basically it's, it's him selling a rubber band that, that he can put money in. And I think it's, like it's a big deal, the broccoli wallet. Um, please search that. I'll do it right now. Uh-huh. So, so let's see. So it's not Father Phil. It's not. It's not a uh, uh, big pussy. It's not uh, Polly Walnuts. It's not. Uh, is it Christopher? Nope. No. No. 
they're they're off. It's, like I said, there's one obvious one and two, uh, not very sort of not real obvious. Think the core four of the core four. Core four, okay. <laughs> this is me guessing too because I, I I haven't seen it. Tony is one. <laughs> we eliminated Paulie Walnuts. That's two. We 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 eliminated Christopher. Who who's yeah. the, the fourth of the core four? The fourth of the core four. He didn't put little Steven in there. He thing. did. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? He's the best actor in the. Whole no, I'm not. I'm not even going to spoil it for you. Just knowing don't that he's in the movie. No, I won't spoil it. Is it just but, his hologram? But, Tom, you are going to laugh. He's that, playing I, a member of the Rascals. It, it, it may be the funniest moment in the movie. Okay? And I wish I could sit beside you when, when, when he, he makes his cameo. <laughs> well, I'm glad you can. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could sit beside you. Uh, we, we, we would be here we, all night looking for the other one, so I'll just say the other one is Beansy. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> deep course, cut. Of deep, <laughs> deep, deep cut. <laughs> All right. Deep cut. A- and uh, the uh, – I'm blanking on her character's name. The uh, the chef at the restaurant's wife. I- I'm blanking Oh, on. you're talking about uh, – about, uh, you're, ta- you're talking about uh, Artie Bucco? Yeah, Artie Bucco's wife. I'm blanking I can't on remember her. Artie Bucco's wife's name. No, I'm blanking. Tom, can you hear this? Dude, what are you doing? Wise guys don't carry the money in a wallet. He carries around in a wad like this. What is that? This is the broccoli wad. It's tough. It's no. made of silicone rubber. No. <laughs> Come on. Wow. What? So he sings. Come on. He sings. He's auto-tuned. Uh-huh. <laughs> they auto-tuned uh, uh, Vincent Pastore. Is that his name? Yeah. That's you imagine the day, the day I tell you that's the luckiest thing ever happened. When I need a lucky break like these guys get, like like where they get a thing like that, then they work forever. They just work and run that into the ground. I want you to do a thing for the broccoli wad, and then he'll do the commercial, and then he's he they film fifteen grand. To do that, and then you go sign autographs by the airport at a convention. <laughs> Twenty bucks a pop. You get. Uh, I could. I could sit on, stand on line, and get uh, Paulie Walnut autographs. <laughs> I don't know. I probably did something wrong. He was also on uh, Shark Tank for this uh, wallet for the broccoli wad for the bo- broccoli wad. Yeah. You know what? You know what probably happened on that. I would bet sharks don't like broccoli. <laughs> yeah, I think they passed. I that think that was a hard pass from the uh, from the sharks. They're, they'll eat anything yeah. but broccoli. So, uh, yeah. So, how much longer do you think you're going to be in L.A.? I'm, I'm, I'm working a little bit right now, figuring it out. Yeah. Are you going to be back here for the holidays? I'm figuring it out. I'm working a little bit. I'm figuring it all out, buddy. Very I'm good. Be back. What's what's be the back. weather been like? Is is it is there is there smoke hot. from the it's forest? Very hot. Are you very getting hot. are you getting into that forest smoke? Forest fire stuff going on, I heard. Yeah, there's fires. Half the place is uh, on fire. Mm-hmm. You just look and you see a fire nearby. But it's very warm. 
here, that's because things are on fire. Have you seen any right. uh, best show friends out there? FOTs or former well, guests? Well, yes, I did. I saw, I saw, uh, friends, I saw Mary Houlihan. Did oh, her, oh, did nice. you see her show? Her show, Me and Jack. It was very funny. It was so funny. She was the funniest. She did her show, Me and Jack, and it was great. And then uh, afterwards, I was uh, talking to Mary, and then I said, uh, Pat's going to love this story. And I said, oh, look. So there was a guy that looked like uh, our friend uh, Kevin. Kevin, you know Kevin, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin Bannon. Bannon. Yeah. Nice guy. And he was out on, there was a guy on the sidewalk, and I said to Mary, it's like, oh, look, look, Kevin Bannon's here, like laughingly I said that, because he's in, in uh, New Jersey. And then she goes, yeah, he is. And I was like, I know, right? Doesn't that guy look like him? And then she's like, no, that's him. And I'm like, no, it's not. And she's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and then I walked over, I was like, oh, my goodness. Kevin Kevin is here at the show. How about that? That's right. He was in Hawaii, and then he went. Great to, story. Then he went uh, to LA. <laughs> hanging in there for that one. Um, Everyone's like, "Is it Kevin?" You just you you just made yeah. Kevin century was by it? by bringing yeah, him yeah. up on the best show. Yeah, because he likes comedy, and he's at he's at a lot of events. And I thought it was like the way like uh, Rumpelstiltskin would appear. Right, mentioned his name. Here, here's a here's a perfect person that fits his persona that is on the opposite coast. Oh wait, it's him. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. So I'm amazed at his powers of, of uh, teleporting wherever the comedy is. It's materializing. Uh, all right, my friends. Um, maybe I will call you a little bit. Yeah. Call, call us it. Yeah. A long, long night of work ahead. For, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Ch- check in at the, at the tail end. How about busy this? Little beaver. Give, give us a challenge for between now and the end of the show, and then maybe you check in uh, on how we did. Give you a challenge? Yeah. Um, give you a challenge. See who can uh, hit each other the hardest. Okay. <laughs> that's that's going to be easy. Talking about? That's, that's going to be Mike. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Crazy beat strong. So that's Mike, yeah. yeah. All right. He's already right, been hitting us, Tom. I'll talk to you in a little bit. All, All right, right. Thank be safe. You. Be drive safe, drive safe out there. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Charmaine Bucco. Charmaine Bucco. Yeah, that's the uh, character's name. And, and speaking of shows, I should have said this when Tom was on here. I, I mean, uh, Jason Gorsman's Life Crisis is now running at UCB Congrats. Theater Hell's Kitchen. Congrats. So it starts the run in uh, December, so you can see that on December 11th at 9 p.m. That's the first one? Okay, great. And then uh, December 23rd at 7.30. Wait, what day of the week is December 11th? Uh, December 11th is a Wednesday. Alright, cool. So, there you go. You can go to my website oh. for more information, but oh. it's, uh, pretty exciting. TheJasonGord.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, hi, you're on Slice of Life. Who's this? This is Sam in Los Angeles. S- Sam, what's going on? Two calls from LA in a row. What's up? Oh, man. God, I feel so, I guess I'm... The you did it. Second of those, Silver metal. Yeah. Well, Tom was the first. Silver Lake. So. Silver Lake. Oh, right. Well, silver, I'm, silver metal. Silver, 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 silver. I'm, I'm going okay, to turn off uh, <laughs> Pat's mic. This Are has you? an off switch. I'll just. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the topic tonight? The topic is whether or not we can get in Vulture again. 
201 <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have to go for the AV club now. Oh, yeah, AV club. No, no. The, our topic... I'm shooting um, for Split Cider, guys. Split Cider um, at uh, CISO.net. Yeah. Uh, but no, sir, our our topic that we've kind of honed into is um, going in blind. What you didn't expect to be uh, anything when you walked in and then you... Left and it was amazing or good or something I didn't expect to be dazzled by and you were dazzled by it. What was it? Uh, freshman year of high school, uh, my uh, the dean of my school I got us in trouble and the dean of my school said you, you need to join uh, join like a you know extracurricular you know yeah a club or something yeah right 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 I was already on the swim team but that wasn't enough I guess. And I, he knew I played. I played in band. Enough. And I, I still do. Uh huh. And uh, he was like, you know, you got to join, uh, join some. So he made me join jazz. And uh, I've always been, you know, I was like always kind of a record snob. So I, I like, I like jazz, but I, I, I'm not like a good guitar player. I, I mm-hmm. played bar chords, you know. Jazz band. Jazz band. That's right. And, and you were the only guitar player. That's rough. Yeah, yeah, and I was the only guitar player, and I was oh, like, boy. okay, I'll join that. And then all the other kids were way better than me at their respective instruments. You know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. How how was the tenor anyway. sax player? The tenor sax player was actually, you know, what's funny is the um, the uh, uh, the teach the like coach of the jazz band, the head guy, the, the guy director who taught the jazz band was the, the director. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. The coach. The director was the was the guy who played the tenor sax. Caller, you're you're on the line with a former Louis Armstrong uh, jazz. I wasn't going to say it, Pat, but I mean, you, you're thank you're you for on the line it. with a former Louis that, Armstrong that jazz award recipient. Thank you for okay. saying that. Heritage wow. Award, I believe. Yeah. No, it's the Louis Armstrong Jazz Award, and, okay. I, and I and I want it for being really good at jazz. Yeah. Congrats, man. Thank you. Yeah. I, I was yeah. tenor sax. Yeah. First chair. Oh yeah. First chair. Well, so we didn't have so a guitarist. Funny. Yeah. Well, I was so I was the guitarist, and uh, it was rough. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Uh huh. And uh, I like everyone was just I all I, I guess you know going in blind. The the good uh, the good that came out of it is I didn't actually learn anything that entire semester. I was totally out to lunch, but everyone was really nice about how bad I was. And that made you like jazz or humanity? Me, well, I already like I already like jazz at that point. I had gotten into music so heavily already that I, I had been into jazz. I started collecting records when I was in like sixth grade, so I was already into jazz at that point. But so, mm-hmm. so everyone liked me because I was knowledgeable about jazz uh-huh. and like music in general. So I could talk about you know whatever song we were going to do that day or whatever. I could talk about who composed Night in Tunisia. About it. What's that? Did you guys do a night in Tunisia? No, the coolest a... thing we did though was compa- we did compared to what? Did you do Birdland? We did not do Birdland. That's the best song. Uh, that's I'm the sure best that jazz song. I... You think Birdland's the best jazz? Song? Oh yeah, no, you, jazz wasn't topped after they did Birdland. You think Birdland ended jazz? I think Birdland was the peak. It was the beak. With the beak. It is this one, my friends. Get ready for greatness. I know, I know. I know the song. I'll get to the good part. Here we go. The guitar is the best part. You know this song, Mike. I know. You don't know Birdland? 
Not that well, I mean, Mike's a this doesn't head. sound like Charlie Parker to me. Yeah, this is this sounds like he's right. This is right up your alley. If if you like the dead, you would love Weather Report. Oh, it's Weather Report. Yeah. yeah. I have a little Weather Report, not a lot. You got a tiny Weather Report. I think I have. One. You're not really that one, into it. One record. All right. Well, it's the best. Well, have thank you. Guys you. Seen the Jocko, have you guys seen the Jocko documentary? Real quick. I, I've seen uh, bits and pieces of it, but I loved what I saw. He was amazing. Tell Mike, tell Mike to watch that, and then maybe that'll get him into it. Mike, watch that. Is It'll that get you into it. Uh, the Jocko Pistorius. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm going to plug that. All right. All right. Do, do you He's think the director right? of the Jocko. Uh, Real quick caller. Do, do you yeah. think that if, if there was a scandal with Jocko, that, that the New York Post headline would read, um, oh, Waco Jocko? <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah, sure. All right. I'm sorry you had to hear that. Take care. It's okay. Oh, good God. You'll never stop me. Never. Ah, you're on Slice of Life. I'm sorry. Hey. Ah, you're on Slice of Life. You got to turn it. Echo. I heard myself. Hey, Echo. Okay. Echo. Who do we have? Are we right now? Yeah, well, I mean, I it was I was hearing some echo on your end. Are we doing this? Yeah. Are we doing this? What are your thoughts on Birdland by the by Weather Report? Um, I saw, uh, Jocko play once. Really? Uh, he was great. But actually, the reason I'm calling in second time this show, um... Wait, who is this? DC again. Oh my god. Well, what do you want? Yeah, I'm sorry. He's what our number one fan. No, I, I appreciate Jesus. it. Listen, any calls are good calls. Thanks for calling. Um, only one call. Thanks for calling. Call. Pat from time. DC. He's our, he's our one reliable okay. caller. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> When do you go yeah. first, Pat? Hey, love you guys. Um, so one time, um, I was at, um, I I was hanging out with a friend of mine in uh, downtown Syracuse. Syracuse, weird, sad place, um, but it's where I grew up. Um, and I'm just like. Hey, let's go to Soundgarden. Uh, Soundgarden is this amazing record store. Uh, basically, my music scene growing up was going to Soundgarden and looking through the bins for weird Joy Division records and whatever. Um, so, walk into uh, Soundgarden and Robert Trujillo is sitting there because of uh, that Jocko Pistorius documentary. Oh, wow. He's just sitting there at a table. And then I have to try to explain to this, to this friend why I think that Robert Trujillo is super funny um, and it all relates to the best show. What was the name of this record store again? Soundgarden. Nice. There, there are two Soundgardens. First is in Baltimore, Gulf Point, and then in Syracuse. Which, uh, which, what was the record store again? Soundgarden. Like, like the band. <laughs> yeah. Which one do you think was better? I mean, like, they're both, they're, I have more deep affection for the Syracuse. The Syracuse. The Syracuse what? Syracuse Soundgarden. 
Yes, you say fun of me. No, we're having fun. We're just having a little fun. It's a radio show. We got to oh, keep it moving. Are you having black hole fun? Oh no, we're having some outshine fun. Out, yeah, this is outshine. Thanks for calling, Pat. All right. Seriously, thank you for calling. Two zero one three three two three four eight four. For the record, we got a few more minutes here. For the record, Pat, if you're listening to this part of it. Jason just hates people named Pat. It's just a fact. <laughs> it just, is true. I, my blood boils a little bit. Yeah. I will say that. Hi, you're on Slice of Life. Hi, this is Jerry from Allentown. Jerry from Allentown. How you doing? What's going on in Allentown? Uh, not much right now, but... Uh, they close all the factories down? Huh? Oh, yeah, I wanted to tell you guys. The Saturday before last, I was in New Oak. I saw the inflatable head. Oh, great. What? what? Did yes! Did you like them? Do you know them personally? No, I don't know them, but they were awesome. Like, you know, when you guys started playing that song, that was the only song I remembered from the set, and I was it's like... Memorable. It's memorable. the only song that it Mike memorable. remembered from the set. Oh, man. And I, I did meet him, though. I don't know him, but I uh, went up after the show, and I met the front man, yeah. and he was wearing, like, this knit beanie striped in the colors of a child's toy uh-huh. and a Macklemore fur coat. <laughs> yeah. And nice. <laughs> I don't think I, don't, I think he, was, he was like so charming and cool. It was. I, I like, think he sleeps in that coat. I mean, there's some pictures. There's some pictures on uh, Facebook, and he's wearing a coat all the time. He was wearing a gold LeMay uh, baseball hat when I saw him. But, oh wow! But they, but they, they were a fun band, right? Yeah, they were. Like when I met him, he was. Uh, <laughs> he asked me, "Hey, you want to see something cool?" I was like, "Yeah, okay." And he was wearing these pants that were like. Oh, God, I don't even know how to describe them. They had a fake gold chain pattern on them, and they were magenta and deep blue. And he pulled them down, and he had e-cigarettes for legs. Oh, okay. I love it. <laughs> I love that we got it. That's an honor. Uh, for, yeah, it is an first, honor. Yeah. First, uh, first See, vulture. I got to say first, something, guys. I got to say something. First vulture, now this? No, no, I'm going to say this. I think that was an imposter. No, I do... I don't know, Mike, but I know that you're a little too tight with the e-cigs guy. <laughs> you are like, a little too tight. So man. I'm a little worried. Like, I don't know what that was. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got one hand easy. washes the other. You know? Yeah, that really feels like there's a connection there if this now. Were, if this were, were government, you, you'd, you'd be demoted to, uh, to work in DPW. I do have an e-cigs connect. An e-cigs connect? I mean e-cigs. That's e-cigs connect. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You, you talk to this person. He's reached out to me a couple uh-huh. times. Yeah, He trusts me. <laughs> uh, I don't up, like it. We've built up a trust over the I don't last like, couple of years. I don't like it. Well, he's talking about that T-shirt that was made, and he wants some money out of that. Mm-hmm. He wants his uh, yeah, wheel to su- be greased. Suddenly, and of course, there's going to be another wheel greased. In suddenly, that. a T-shirt gets made. Someone's making money, and this guy comes out of the woodwork. Yeah, that yeah. feels. So you feel like that was an imposter. I don't think that was him. What did you think? Did you think that was his voice? Well, why don't you check his uh, his number and see if it matches the one in your phone, Mike? I don't. Yeah, I don't have his phone number. <laughs> um, I, we only uh, contact through the internet. It's only through the internet. Hey, um, what do you think about this? Two zero one three three two three four eight four. Phones are open. Yeah, what? Dead two zero one dead hug. Give us a call. Uh, go, Otherwise, we're gonna wrap this up. It's going in blind. The things you you didn't expect to love and you did. Um, what I was thinking when he was calling before he he blew us off in mm-hmm. a classic E six fashion. Yeah. Uh, and he did bait us, though. He, it was a traditional E6 call. I'll give him that credit. He did bait us, lure us a little no, bit. No, we were baited. I appreciate that. We were baited. If you're going to stick to the I was going to have a little fun with him, but he uh, he bailed on us. Uh, what so. what if members of Inflatable Head 
eventually some guys don't want to do it anymore. That some people retire. They're gonna, they're, some, Pat, they're, no, in, no, he, they're an inflatable head until they die. But hear me out. S- some people pass on, and then eventually the remaining members of the people and the, and the sons of the people who want to do it want to want to continue. Mm-hmm. I think they would be then called um, head and company. I can say this through my limited research on the, on the inflatable head. It looks like they had a recent turn this off. They had a recent major turnover uh-huh. with the group members. Jason just started his car remotely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? So like the singer kicked out the band like GBV yeah, style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, I think he kept the drummer, uh-huh. but he did get rid of look like a, a second almost frontman, maybe even songwriter. Wow. Yeah, he, he, there were Wait. like two guys who were sort of prominent in, in the photos I've seen, and now it's down to one. Wow. The front man. So you think they so kicked think, out the songwriter of the hype? Well, I don't, I don't know about the songwriting, but he looked like the other front man. There's lots mm-hmm. of posts about the two of them. So there must have been a major fallout. Interesting. And, uh, now they've got these two members who actually, they're, they're, the first song they performed, Every member of the band took a, a, a spot on the uh, singing. Okay, I was like, oh, that was curious. You know, it's like so they each took turns yeah, singing yeah, about they, dinosaurs. Yeah, they no, it wasn't on that song. It was a okay. different song. But they all, you know, they weren't bad singers. But clearly, the the, the lead guy is the main guy. And I was actually a little disappointed. I'm like, oh, you mean this guy's going to trade off lyrics to these different. Uh, band members, but it did, and he he, he took control, and it worked out, and you were happy with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, well, this is the lead guy; he should be the lead guy. So, uh, yeah, you're on the air, slice of life. Who do we have? Hey, what's up? This is Dan in Queens. Dan in Queens, what's going on? You got one for the topic? Do you I know guess. any members of the inflatable the head? Uh, oh, you're breaking up. We we do have a tweet that somebody is in touch. Somebody's in touch with touch with an inflatable head. Yes, member. I'm gonna go back to my my Twitter. Well, but what are they? Are they legacy? Are they classic lineup? <laughs> inflatable head, or is you it know, one of the new guys? Because I don't care about the on new their guys. Wikipedia. It's just a purple line going across. I'm not sure what it means. <laughs> I like, I skimmed it. I yeah. skimmed it. <laughs> Caller, um, sorry, you you lost connection to us. You need us to repeat the topic. Was it or no? I think I think I uh, piece together from, from our jibber jabber. Okay. What's going on, Dan? Oh, not a lot. Um, hey, Dan, really quick. If you yeah. had to name your favorite band from Seattle, what would it be? Oh, probably Soundgarden. Yeah. Okay, so what do you got for us, Dan? Um, I think the first time... All right, so when I first watched Nathan For You, mm-hmm. I had I knew nothing about the show. But... It was probably the hardest I think I've ever laughed. Mm-hmm. It's a unique show. I mean, I'd agree with that. I laughed. I, it was one of those like crying laughters. What Nathan for you? So the yeah. first time I saw oh, Nathan. Oh, brilliant! It's brilliant, and yeah. and a friend of the show. Yep. Well, yeah. friend of the best show, not slice of life. Um, friend of the best show. He, he doesn't want anything yeah. to do with. You're right. You're right. Slice of life. Probably. We, we, probably. We tried to get him. Probably. I'm, I'm not assuming. Nice guy though. Yes. Caller. But uh, yeah. So, so you went in blindly to that. You you started watching it, weren't expecting much, and then by the end of the first episode, you're like, "This is the most creative, innovative show I've seen in a long time." I, I think, think it was by the end of the episode with the hero pig. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like no better half hour of television than that that episode. Yeah, 
That's a great one. Especially not knowing anything about the comedian or, like, what to expect from the premise. The whole premise is like a, you know, like, flies under the radar. I don't know. I was blown away by that. It's a good one. It's a great show. It's an, I think even if it was properly rated at times, I think overall it's a show that's kind of underrated in the arc of its existence. The arc of its existence. I must be getting tired, guys. I feel like maybe <laughs> He's I, going maybe deep I there. chose like too um, direct. A, a, uh, no, it works. Now I want to give credit. There. I want to give credit here to Dan. Thanks for the call. Thanks, thanks, Dan. I want to I want to say thank you to at Shemp mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yes. Um, uh, his name, his real name is Blaine. He says big fan, and uh-huh. he says you're welcome. Thank you, Blaine, aka at Shemp. Everybody, give him a follow at S H E. Well, I want to hear the context of this before we tell anyone. I just texted you. I just texted you. He he sent. I don't have Facebook, but he had he sent me a link to Facebook. Oh, I'm not using my Facebook Messenger. Come on, we get we could easily get the clearance. I could have done that. He told me they had a Facebook page. Right. That doesn't mean I'm gonna go search for it. But it's that's how we have to message them. Wait, they need to get a Twitter. Oh come on, man! We and me and Mikey don't. You're on. You're on the slice of life. You got myself, Jason. You got Mike. You got Pat. What's going on? Yeah. Hey, not too much. Uh, this is Zippy from Parts Unknown. This is who? Zippy from Parts Unknown. Zippy from Parts Unknown. All right, son of a plumber. What's What's, go- what's going on, Zippy from Parts Unknown? <laughs> not too much. Just hanging out uh, at a bar I work at called Starlight in Massachusetts. Okay. Parts unknown. It's at a bar. It, it, the bar is called Starlight. Starlight. Yep. We're an art gallery and a bar. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What's What's yeah, What's being shown in the gallery right now? What's Who's so we've got a, a, lo- a local artist named Amber. Uh, okay. She's in a band called Sapling. They uh, they played here and uh, they had showed a play. They had our, our first play here, so they had a play. They um, had a, had some musical acts, and then she had her showing. So very cool, cool event, actually. Yeah, very cool. Do you got one for the topic? Yeah. Um. So I wanted to just bring to the table the band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Sure. Crazy name. If I if I walked in and I didn't know them, I'd be like to the friend bringing me or the person who recommended, I'd be like, "What am I getting into now?" Yeah, I'm not very familiar. So, school me, guys. What is this? They're a good band. So this is a band. Um, they're they're from uh, I think Melbourne, Australia. Mm-hmm. And they've been playing since about like 2012, 2013. And they started off as like a surf punk uh, psychedelic band, mm-hmm. and they had seven members. So at first it was like eclectic and they didn't really find their sound yet. And then they just, every year they seem to release one new album that really seemed to show their growth. And uh, the second album was uh, called 12 Bar Brews. And that was the same kind of style, but just got it all more like uh, compacted and, uh, you know, more energetic and connected. And then as they kept growing, which was only over the past few years, they've released 15 albums. And in 2000, uh, I think 17, they released five albums, all of different genres, and really seem to hold up as albums on their own. But just they're they're su- like such prolific songwriters, and they're constantly touring and growing as music like musicians. They're mm-hmm. playing multi genres. Do you run and, uh, their Do you run their American fan club? <laughs> no, but I feel like a lot of a lot of fans are kind of like me. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of rabid about this band. They're 
Right. Yeah, unassuming. Yeah. It's unass- like how Mike is with uh, inflatable head. It's unassuming. People oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah, think it's dead. people think it's going to be silly, zany, or whatever, or like a gimmick. Mm-hmm. And then you see them, and you're like, oh, this is this is my. Well, new they have like band. four guitars or Absolutely. something. Or, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they do have four guitars. guitars. Oh wow, I was joking. Three guitars, two drummers. Yeah. Okay. So Mike might like that. You know, Grateful Dead is. Yeah. You know, you know, he only likes a band with two drummers. Yeah, and there's something about him that likes two drummers. Yeah, he's a two drummer dude. So yeah, check them out. Okay. Yeah, they're playing two shows next year in the summer. One, one's at Red Rocks, and they just mm-hmm. sold out, but they're gonna probably have a second show. And one's in, uh, the Greek Theater in LA. Great. Get them to the Greek. Yeah. Do you want to say the, uh, ticket link out loud so they, people can go right <laughs> to the URL? Uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, ticketfly dot, oh god, I can't think of anything more. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Alright. No problem. Thanks. Yeah, I saw there when, uh, one of the first years, uh, Mindy was at Clusterfest. Mm-hmm. I saw their name. Really they were at Clusterfest. No, but they were playing uh, this big old venue in uh, Domino's Pizza, downtown San Francisco. And good call. <laughs> we're gonna find out later. It's a very angry Gregulator. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> sorry, so, sorry, Gregulator. It literally could have been. <laughs> but, uh, but there's no way though. Their name was on a marquee, and I was just like, uh, if I could do a, a Sharpling. Uh, impersonation here i was like i'm not seeing this band with this name and wait uh, wait 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 was that your tom that was my tom and uh it's i'm not it's my my impression of tom is his impression of um dice clay yeah <laughs> so no. hi you're on slice <laughs> of life who do we have hi this is mary from lansdale mary what's going on mary how are you hey mary i won't be ever oh. to finish the story Hello. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Wait, there was more to your story? <laughs> yeah, but forget it. Oh, you kind—you of, kind of threw me off with that it's... impression. Like I don't. But I'm not gonna. Okay, that's it. That's my. Well, no. Where else was it? Mary? What? One second, Mary. I need to know now. Now I need to know where was this gonna go? Where was this going, Pat? You're, you're right. You caught. You caught my bluff. You caught my yeah. bluff. It wasn't going anywhere. Uh huh. No, I'm I'm too busy paying attention to Mike on the Facebook Messenger for the inflatable head, <laughs> which, by the way, are playing We're... Triumph New Hope on eleven. Okay, uh, okay, Mary, how's it going? Good, 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 good. How are you guys? Good, really good. Not not yeah. tired at all. I'm really happy. Yeah. Do you have one for the oh. topic, Mary? Actually, I I do, but it's it's it won't like um blow anybody's mind, but um. The thing where I had no idea what I was walking into, and I just fell in love immediately. Mm-hmm. And I bring it up because it's coming back soon. Woo, Jesus. Talks- well, <laughs> boy, I hope not. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll be in plenty of trouble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna be just—he's gonna be like Mary. <laughs> yeah. No, she's all, got all the right name. Catholic school ways. Yeah. She'll, she'll be. She'll be yeah, fine with that. That is name. true. You'll be. You'll be in the clear, Mary. So you're saying Joe Perry? So Mary's who followed him. I can like slide in under, you know, the radar. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, he's literally only going to talk to people with the name Mary. It'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be good. Blend in. Yes. You know, dark hair. It's fine. And I think you were saying Joe Perry. It's fine. Is 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 the tagline of this show? It is. (laughs) I had uh, improv 401 with Joe Perry. Sure did. Did you really? I did. Yep. Yep. Oh wow! And I was auditing that class. Really? No, no. Oh, so you, you guys were, were in on the ground floor. We were we, of, of Joe Para. We were actually no. in the basement of UCB <laughs> of Gristidis. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair no, enough. Joe's a great guy. I love Joe. Yeah, I love Joe. Like, I had, I didn't know his comedy at all. 
when the show came on to Adult Swim, mm-hmm. and it was just sort of this, I, I don't even know what made me, like, tape it. Tape, God, like, how old am I? Mm-hmm. Um, but VHS. You, I'll, I'll you, always you, say yeah. tape. I'll always say I tape. I still have, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm 40, you know, my bones hurt. Right. You know, I'm dying. No, I get um, it. I get it. <laughs> So so yeah, I had no idea what I was turning what what I was recording actually when I when I did and I watched the first episode and it was one of those things where I'm like I I don't know what this is mm-hmm. but it's definitely speaking to me. I don't I don't even know I don't know if this is like is this sincere, is this ironic? What am I looking at? And like it took me like one and a half episodes and I'm just like, Yep, that's it, I'm in. It's a great know, show. I, yeah. It's a great show it and uh, I will say Joe isn't very different in real life. That is very that makes me so happy. Much like that. Yeah. Oh my god. He's a little oh. meaner. He's a little bit meaner. He's a lot meaner. Well, yeah. Aren't we all? But um, yeah. No, he's not. He's yeah, one of the nicest guys down. I think I've ever met. Well, that's great. That's a great show. That is a that is a good one, Mary. And it's coming back in December. Well, it's actually just got canceled. No. Yeah, I just read it. It's on deadline right now. They're saying it's not coming back. Are you uh, joking? Yeah. No, I'm of course joking. <laughs> that was my version of doing a, a Tom impression. That was very uh, much, yeah. Well, I, I got chills. No, <laughs> Mary, thank you for the call. <laughs> Good night, Kai. Take care. <laughs> Slice of life. You're on with me, Jason, AP, Mike, Pat. What's going on? Hi, uh, this is Rachel in Des Moines. How Rachel in Des Moines. What's going on in Des Moines? I ate at a uh, Applebee's in Des Moines once. <laughs> it was great. Well, good. Really good well, Applebee's. Good. really good to hear. Yeah, like you guys did it well. <laughs> you did it well. It was the one on Merle got- Hay. I agree. I would tend to agree with you. Where Where was it? On Merle Hay Road near the, near a mall. Is that is it right? Is it basically part of a motel? Oh, that's probably the South Side one. Yeah, that one. That the, one not as good, good as the 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 Merle Hay one. Yeah, I okay. went there uh, for a birthday. As an adult with a significant other, right? And I got a balloon, but they let my balloon go out the car window on the drive home, so I was very upset. Oh Again, my god! <laughs> oh no! Was it on purpose? I think so. Yeah, it was one hundred percent on purpose. <laughs> they're an ex, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, of course, um, they're. Well, an ex. I was calling with a couple for the topic. Shoot, um, they're both music. Okay. Um, the first one, and I'm sure I'm not unique in this, but. The Beatles. And, uh, the, <laughs> in that Dead Milkman song, they talk about a name check Mojo Nixon. Okay. So I got one of their CDs just from that, and I it was Otis, and I really enjoyed that album. That was a lot of fun. Mike, you feel um, it feels to me like you'd be a Mojo Nixon fan. Am I wrong? I didn't really, uh, you know, I, I heard some, but uh, did not pursue. That you don't have any subject. Mojo Nixon albums in your no, collection. No. Well, if you don't have any Mojo Nixon, then your collection could use some fixing. There you go. What? What, what, what am I quoting, caller? Help, help, help. Is that a Mojo Nixon song? No, no, help. I I want to have the caller enlighten Jason on what I am quoting. You must know it, caller. Their hit uh, Punk Rock Girl from Dead Milkman. That's right, the Dead Milkman, who immortalized. The only reason I know Mojo Nixon is from that song, Punk Rock Girl, by the Dead Milkman, Friends of the Show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Friends of the Best Show, not this show. So, so Mojo Nixon's number one, who's number two? 
the other one, I had a, one of those books of like the best album covers of all time, and it showed this uh, album that had a kind of a cityscape and then like a saxophone-shaped building. What, 1,000 record that. covers. I have that book, yes. Yeah. Great book. Yeah, I know yeah. that book. I've got that book, too. Great for the yeah. bathroom. Great bathroom oh, reader. Ba- it's a real good bathroom. That, that There's a topic for the next slice of life. <laughs> is bathroom reader. Bathroom books. Okay. Mike, what if you start sending what out bathroom books? What album is that with the saxophone? Is, the, is that the Arthur Blythe uh, record? Yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say Tijuana Brass. Uh-huh. Yeah, that record was hard for me to find. I was uh, I pursued that record back in the old record collecting days. And and, you've, and you won? I, yeah, I finally found it. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard to find. Man though. versus album. One of those yeah. out-of-print records. Mike, Mike versus record stores. Out, out of, Did you go to Soundgarden? No, I, I got it in some place. In, Hit uh, it. In, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I got it in New York someplace, but it took I'm me sorry. a while. I'm sorry. I was looking. For I've it. never heard it. What? What? It so enlighten me. What is this? It's a jazz record. Yeah, it's a jazz record. Arthur Blythe, right? Yeah. Yes. Lenox Avenue Breakdown. Is that the name of the record? Yeah. 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 I didn't get to say my favorite jazz song before, but uh, I think it's the theme to Night Court. <laughs> boom bam. Boom 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 boom. But it's, but then it's not a jazz song until. Yeah, yeah, it's a little funk at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I heard a guy playing the bass line on mm-hmm. the platform to the L train today. Oh wow! And I'm like, yeah, this guy knows his audience. This guy knows what he's doing because <laughs> it was very like, okay, everyone here, his his audience, everyone of, here in the marquee post. Well, everyone in their mid 30s to like 40s plus is gonna right. pr- who was on the L train going to into Brooklyn. That or the taxi theme. Yeah, a taxi theme I would love. Yeah. And actually, like, a friend of mine posted just a shot that he got on his phone at dusk going over, like, the Bayonne Bridge or something. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, whatever that, that bridge is that looks like it's made out of an erector set on the, uh, on the, uh, turnpike when you're going from Jersey City to, uh, towards Newark, towards the That's the Bayonne yeah, yeah. That's Bayonne, right? No, that's... Bayonne's the- tall now. Yeah, it, yeah, they raised it. They, they raised really it. raised it. Yeah, yeah. But but he had this footage, and it was like from the driver's side, like his perspective, and it was sunset behind him. And I was uh-huh. like, you need to re-upload that and put put the theme to taxi underneath it because that's what I think. <laughs> My head immediately goes to the Fender Roads. Oh yeah, it might be a Wurlitzer. Who knows? Great trivia fact. I'm sorry, I derailed your call, caller. No, that's great. I got, I'm glad you got to tell the story about the, the hearing the night court theme on the platform. Because I, I did see that tweet. It made me smile. So. I immediately so tweeted. It's all connected. Thank you for. I immediately tweeted that because I was like, you know what? This is real time. This is a real time tweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tweets in real time. That's satisfying. You got on. This is really nice. This is making me feel really good. Caller, uh, you can't hear it, but behind you is the theme tonight. Not no, not night. It's the theme to Taxi. Taxi. A rendition of it, not the. No, this the is the original. This is not the original. Yeah, it is. By Bob James. But that's what he put out on an album. There was a different one for the theatrical. No, I mean, he that. said Bob James was literally like, I'm cutting this once. No. He, what you, you get is it. The one that was, the one that was on Thanks TV. For the call. Sounds like it. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, it sounds like it, but. I, I literally typed in taxi theme. I know, and I know. This is the only thing Listen, that popped up. This is what's on Spotify available, but this is not the one that was on TV. Okay. The tempo's off. And it's too, like, earthy or something. I don't know. I can't. 
pinpoint it. Guys, back me up uh, if you're hearing this as a podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to answer this. That was <laughs> not, it was close, <laughs> but it was out of this it debate. was too clean. No, the one on on on. T- watch, pull up the YouTube and compare it. I swear okay, to Bob, it's different. Let me get I was it. Waiting for a fight to break out. I never knew. <laughs> Tom never said. Knew, Tom knew it would be over the taxi theme. Okay, here you go. Let me know if this is it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, that that, that's our show. <laughs> we should end on that. What else are we going to do? Mike, do you have anything? Well, the inflatable head will bring us out. We'll, we'll, do you, uh, we're going to play it again. Now, now, I'm sorry, Mike. You actually did. Uh, Mike has his Facebook pulled up on, uh-huh. and to the page of inflatable. Did you message them? What's the yeah, status? Yeah, I did, but I, I see in the about, typically replies within a few hours, so. I don't know if we'll, they can't be, we'll they can't. catch him now. Can you call or email me by the morning to <laughs> tell me if I have to pull it or not? <laughs> I'm no, not going to have we're to pull it. We're pulling it. We're pulling it. Come on. Pulling it. We didn't hear That was the thing. If we didn't hear it during the show, it's being Why pulled. don't we take a vote? <laughs> I think we should keep it in. Mike? <laughs> yeah. Two to one. We're pulling it. Maybe we'll get a guest out of it, too. Who knows? Oh, that, think, you never know. I think it'd be a good guess. Nothing would yeah. make Tom hate us more if we yeah. had them in while he's away. If we had a, a live they, session they, with inflatable head, yeah, wrecked a joint. I'm gonna love. I'm gonna cops, love. Uh, I'm gonna love Bad Guy Zero's tweet of what songs were played tonight. I'm gonna love that too. And it's gonna be uh, <laughs> the hype twice. The hype twice. Inflatable head. Uh, Plugs, Mike. Th- thank you for Honor. doing that Bad Guy Zero every week, by the way. Yes, it, thank it, he you. He does not have to, and he does, and we retweet it, and then people know, and it actually probably helps Martine if he didn't listen to the show, because yes. he listed on the website. And thank you to Martine. Huge thanks to Martine, who doesn't get enough credit every, every week. He's the guy behind the scenes who makes the best show.net, the actual web address, work, and he's such a, such a great guy. I love Super Martine. dude. Super dude. Mike, anything to plug? No. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> You don't even want to say apmike.bandcamp.com. Well, we could, you know, that's a, a given. Everybody knows right. to go there at this point. So you're you're at your point at the point of bandcamp.com where you're just like, they know what it is. But I don't I, have to say I, it I anymore. Need to get some new content. On. I'm done. I mean, it's you know, it's the old stuff. Are you working on anything special? I've got something in the works. How yeah. about a? Uh, how about an album with the inflatable head? Well, that would be cool. How about yeah. head plays dead? <laughs> <laughs> we, we we get the inflatable head in here, right? And to do a bestshow.net slice of life show, yeah, that's gonna be you guys. And then I'm not it's, coming in for that one. But they can only play dead songs, and Tom <laughs> has to be on the phone. During if you it. wanted them, if they were going to play dead songs, what would you want to do with them? No, uh, I, th- would you I do think ripple? they actually probably yeah, could, could pull off the dead. I mean, there was a couple songs that they sort of. Have little jams in the songs, and uh-huh. you know. What if they? What, what if we just tell them to learn the, the song? I'm uh, sorry, the album uh, American Beauty. It's a challenge. Yeah, I'm oh, not yeah. coming in for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be. I'll a lot be in of New York long guys. jams on there. They yeah, want a lot of jams. Longer. Pat, do you have anything to plug? Um, you know what? I'm available. If you got a comedy <laughs> show, I'll. If you want to book me, I'm available. Yeah, you know what? Because I got nothing to plug, but uh, yeah. I will plug the Patreon because, of course, the Patreon. Yes. If you're not a subscriber, um, we are going to have a special content coming up, um, and we, we try to put up as much as we can. That's the Patreon.com – sorry, Patreon.com slash mm-hmm. the best show, and that's the, how you can support the show. Yep. And we could use it because some people uh, drop off, and then they don't come back, and we need some support, guys. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I twenty four seven. I will see yeah, Best Show 24-7. That's always going. Check that out. Um, I'll plug myself. Uh, the very first show of the run of Jason Gore's Midlife Crisis is on December 11th, Hell's Kitchen, uh, UCB Theater. 
December 11th, 9 p.m. I'm uh, paired with Thomas Whittington is a total monster. I love uh, which it. Which is a really great show. So come out. And uh, who knows, man? W- w- the best show will be back. Slice of Life will be back. Yes. Stay- there is. And people have asked, is there a world where both exist and that does yeah we're we're, we're yes we're there is talks. a world where both exists we're we're in talks and and <laughs> we're in talks we, and and huge thanks again to vulture uh-huh yes and anyone who's just uh, been listening and supporting um you know you can uh, rate and do all that stuff just like you do anything else but it helps uh yes i had some caffeine tonight and it's showing yes it and is. i'm sorry that i cut you off several times mike and See, he's I'm, angry no, he's I, he's no, been stewing over no, there about here's, this here's the thing me on caffeine is bad <laughs> I saw The Irishman, uh-huh. so that was like four hours into my day. Right. I feel like it's four in the morning right you now. You saw it today? <laughs> yeah, I did. I saw I saw a morning. That's version. like 40 years. Is this Inflatable I, Head? I saw it at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And uh, guess how many uh, walkers or crutches were in my audience? Five. Fifteen. No, there's actually only one crutch. Oh, okay. A trick question. That is, right. you tricked us. <laughs> well, that that might have been your yeah, crutch. We're ending we're ending slice of life with some trickery. But thank you, Inflatable Head, uh, for allowing us to keep this music <laughs> in the. You podcast. are editing it out. And um, <laughs> you are editing. Oh, it out. Real quick plug. I am doing. I'm going behind the skins. Uh, returning to the drum set. Um, <laughs> Jason's shaking his head. This is, a, this is either this is not Pat speaking. This is the caffeine. <laughs> like just the one. Hey, hey, don't shut me off real quick. I just want to say I'm gonna be back behind the skins. Surprise! I'm not. Tommy McNamara's uh, holiday show at. I love Tommy. The what a good guy. Yeah, big FOT. Uh, he is at Union Hall. Uh huh. And I'm not sure the date, but uh, wow. I'll, I you will post it. On, I'll post it on my social media or go on his uh, Tommy McNamara's Christmas Extravaganza or something like That's that. That's not the Twitter handle. I'll be playing the drums on it, and sometime in Dece- I think December 17th. I'll I'll keep you in. P- uh, bye. Is it F O T or Fot? People. I get, say Fot. Yeah, I say Fot too. There's a big debate about it now. Yeah. Um, so how do we go out? How do we do this? Uh. uh 